Hello, football fans, and welcome to the View from the Sidelines Summer Special. Coming up in today's episode, we'll be taking a look at all the major talking points from the summer so far, including Frank Lampard making a return to Chelsea, Eden Hazard finally completing his long-awaited move to Madrid, and what next for Pogba in what's turning out to be the transfer story of the summer. As well as this, we'll be looking back at some of the action from the Women's World Cup and giving you an update on what's coming up for us next season. There's lots to talk about, so here we go. Hello everyone and welcome to the summer special edition of View from the Sign podcast. It's Chris here and Rich is here as always. Hi Chris, how you doing? Not too bad, mate, yourself? Yeah, good to be back. Good yeah, to be it's... back for a mid-summer break uh, yeah. to come back and do a summer special. It's been a, been a while, I think must at least a month, is it five weeks I think since we last yeah. did one? So It's been a while. Get back into the swing of things. Um, so yeah, so we've got a few things that we're going to go through um, today, um, but most importantly, Rich, what have you been up to this summer since we last uh, spoke? I've been I've been prepping for this summer special podcast, Chris. <laughs> That's exactly what I've been doing. I've been uh, glued to Sky Sports News. Yeah, I've been swatting up on my on my transfer gossip and uh, predictions for next season. Uh, no, but joking aside, uh, just the usual, mate, really, you know, family stuff. stuff the, yeah, yeah, working. Um, just because the podcast has stopped, normal life carries on. <laughs> we we don't actually get, like, three months off. No, we don't. <laughs> Not of our normal, normal, our no. normal lives, anyway, no. just, just from no. the podcast. What about you? Um, yeah, pretty much the same. Um, just... Uh, Spending time with the family and working really. So not you know, not much, not a lot of football's been on, so I haven't really uh, watched too much football. Um, but but you, the you, women's the women's World Cup filled a slight void in that. But it's good. I think we'll 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 have a chat about that later. Yeah. Anyway, have you got a teaser for us, Rich? Yes, yes, we do. So uh, we've got Pete's back. Um, he's not, he's from, not taking the summer. summer break. Yeah. No, I think he, he's been working hard um, at getting some teasers together. So a relevant one, quite a good one. Um, so Norwich, Sheffield United and Aston Villa all make their return <laughs> to the Premier League next season. But can you name the manager at each club the last time they were relegated from the top Ooh. flight? So I've got the years. So Norwich was... 2015-16, as was Aston Villa, uh, and Sheffield United was 06-07. Um, we should get the Villa one, because there's four. Actually, uh, f- the four managers they had that season, so we just need to get one of them. Yeah, so... so they went down the same. So they went down the same season as Norwich, and they've come yeah, back up yes. three seasons later. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure on the positionings, but yeah, it was the same year. Yeah. I think I've got an idea for Norwich and Sheffield United. Villa, I'm not too sure on, but we may have to... Uh... Sheffield United was a long time ago. It was. 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, but we'll, yeah. Have, to, uh, we'll have to put our heads we'll together. That. Uh, brush away the cobwebs. <laughs> so we've, um, we have um, lined up a few topics to go through. Um, I think the first 
well, the the biggest one, I think I'll just start with it, the, the, the Chelsea saga. Should we start with Chelsea? Start with Chelsea. No, why not, Chris? Why um, not? Obviously, you know, since we last spoke, as expected, Sarri has left the club. Um, but... Uh, are you, not are as... you... Are you surprised he went to Juventus? Are you not surprised? surprised. That, not I mean, surprised he, he didn't have a great year, did he? Not surprised he's gone back to Italy. I think most people would probably be surprised that he actually left the club rather than getting sacked. Um, nah. But I think all in all, when you look back on it, you know, he won the Europa League, um, managed to actually get us in the Champions League this season. That's not, you know, I wouldn't say that's a bad season. I'd say it's probably what, was probably expected of him to win at least a trophy um, and to get us in the Champions League. So I, I, I personally feel he probably met the club's objectives, but I think it was the he wanted to go back um, to Italy. And you can't get much bigger than Juventus, so... Yeah. No, n- no, I agree. I mean, I, I think is it is it the last couple of days. I think Zola's come out and said that I don't know if Zola's going with him. I'm not sure about his. Zola's left. Well, he's left Chelsea. Left Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, but left Chelsea. I, I know he's he said. Um, I think it's this week that um, Sari tends to get going in the second year that that he's at a club. So he feels that he left Chelsea a bit early. Yeah. Um, I, I just I just kind of feel from the uh, sort of respect level, and, and I'm not saying that he didn't have a decent season because I think he did, yeah. but there was a lot of stuff going on around losing the dressing room and the whole yeah. being in in the in the cup final and stuff. And I just think Juventus is such a massive side, like Ronaldo's there, of course, and I just I I, I think there was a little bit of a surprise on my part that. He's gone there. Maybe, maybe if he'd gone to like a Lazio or a Napoli, yeah. Maybe, maybe even like Inter yeah. or, or Milan, maybe. But Juventus was a little bit of a surprise. But I, think I know the that... thing is for him now at Juventus is the expectation for Juventus is probably a lot higher than what it was at Chelsea. Obviously, they, oh, it's huge. they well, should be, they should be winning. Well, they. I mean, they're going to win the league, but I mean, yeah. they're off. That I mean, if you sort of reading the press and, and stuff, they're on the verge of signing Delip from Ajax and stuff. So they've got some some yeah. quality players and they've got they're, they're making some moves in the transfer market. But, but I suppose know, he, I mean he's got a decent reputation over in Italy. So yeah, yeah. And obviously incoming, obviously I think ninety five percent of people probably guessed it right that Lampard's obviously now come into the club. Um I know me and you have, have pretty much spoken daily about this <laughs> this piece of news. So um, I, I think we I think we I, think... I mean we we did a poll on Instagram and uh, the 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 outcome was that it wasn't a great move. I mean I just I I I just give you my view on it quickly, Chris. Just to because I feel that it's your club. He's he's your hero. <laughs> um, I think it's only only fair that you get get a chance to talk about him. I just cannot help but feel that if there was no transfer ban on at Chelsea, he would not have been considered. And I just think there's an element of... Because Chelsea are kind of going into the unknown this season. They've lost Hazard. Yeah, Pulisic is coming in. They've made... uh, 
what's the guy's name that just signed permanently? Kovacic. Yeah. Who, I mean, he didn't pull up any trees last year. There's not going to be that marquee signing that's going to push Chelsea to challenge for the title. And there's got to be an element that you're not you're not too sure how their season's going to go. But with Lampard as manager, they could they could pretty much be in a relegation battle all season. And the, I don't think the fans would turn on him. And I just I just can't can't help but think that if there was no ban that he wouldn't he wouldn't go in there he wouldn't have got the job. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I like him. I've got, I, I like I liked him as a player. I just think it's so un-Abramovich to bring someone in that's got so little managerial experience. Every manager I think he's ever hired has been has has got a, an amazing. Well, to, to be on, yeah. To be yeah. honest with you, before Lampard, you, you're probably looking at Mourinho in his first. Obviously, he had just won the Champions League with Porto, but he was probably, you know, he wasn't that well heard of when obviously Chelsea brought him in, and he was Abramovich's pretty much first signing as a manager. Yeah, but, so. but he'd he'd won the Champions League with Porto. Yeah, uh, I know. Lampard I know. Yeah, yeah. had one season with Derby and got to the playoff final and didn't secure promotion. I I don't want to sound critical, but there's just a little bit of me that isn't convinced on it. Okay, well, and is... the, ju- the jury's out. Mm, uh, it, it's it's a difficult one because I agree with some of the things, like the bit about the transfer ban. If if we weren't under a transfer ban, I probably don't think, you know, we would have hired him. I, but then you look at who else would you... I knew Mourinho was touted to come back, but do you go down that road again? Um, but with the transfer ban and with the staff that he's brought in, I think that he could make this... I, I You know... We're not going to win the league. Let's face it. I, don't, I, you know, I still think that will probably be a two-horse race. But, you know, <laughs> but 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 what's the what's the expectation? So... I, I'd still I'd say the expectation is exactly the expectation that they probably put on Surrey last season uh, a cut, so, so, a cut so, on top four. Yeah. So and I think if. If Chelsea were to achieve next year what they've done this year with Lampard as manager, I think that is, I think that's a, a, a successful season. Hmm. But what if they don't? Yeah. So, what if know, they don't? No. I mean, is he is he going to go the same way as 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 other managers? And look at Solskjaer at, at uh, United. It all it was it was all all roses to start with. Um, but then a couple of bad results and then sort of the fans start to turn. Not, I don't think they're necessarily turning on the manager, but they're turning on the board and sort of the club. And I, I just wonder whether that's... It's a hard, it's a hard one because, like, like we've discussed before, this is the, the appointment of him is, you know, it's bringing back, you know, one of the, the legend players that we had. And... It'd be very. I think it'd be very hard to turn on him if we were under a bad 
Yeah, uh, I, I don't blame him. And... I don't blame him for going at all. No, it, no. It's, it's an absolute no-brainer, and 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 time will tell. And uh, they're they're. I'll probably be proved wrong, but it's just, it's just it's just sort of the way well, I see it at the moment. Just... And I, I just it, it's so it's just against the grain of everything they've yeah. done in the past sort and, of ten fifteen and, years. And sort of now, I think obviously we've had we've got thirty five players come back from loans. You know, some have sifted out already. Some have gone back out on loan. But it's does he keep the key? You know the Batshuayis, the Bakayoko's. Do they get a Do they get it, a looking? Because in his Bakayoko was was awful. I mean, I, I've his, read a rumor well, that United, mate, United, United after, apparently yeah. after. Yeah, he was he, said, he was terrible. In and, in Lampard's first press conference the other day, he mentioned that every player at the club is on a clean slate now. You know, it doesn't matter if they're out on loan. Doesn't matter if they're in the under twenty threes doesn't matter if they're a first team regular everyone is on that clean slate and he's going to give everyone an opportunity they got their first friendly tomorrow night you know we probably won't get much from that and he'll probably be you know going around different sort of tactics to see how he wants them to play but literally now the players he's got there are the players that he's going to you know have come start the season because there's going to be no one else coming in no so, and i mean He's, he's he's saying the right things about promoting yeah, yeah, yeah. and putting his faith in youth and stuff. But I mean, to be honest, slightly skeptical. He's got no choice. He's got yeah, no yeah, choice. That's what I mean. to he put doesn't. He's going to have to because you know we've got you know we've got the the league, the league cup, um, FA Cup, the Super Cup, the Champions League. You know, all these games are going to add up, and you know at some point, especially when you look around Christmas, you know when you're playing literally every three days or so, he's he's gonna have to rely on on un, unproven players in the Premier League at, at some point. So like you yeah, said, but we'll, we'll see, we'll see. With, with, with it and you know you know, next time we do a podcast they would have played Man United and they'll be probably in in the halfway through the Super Cup against Liverpool. So Yeah. Time will well, tell. So, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Time and obviously, time, time Hazard's time. gone now. You know, that's that's been yeah. We last spoke. It was always on the cards. I think not. I think uh, I think that's that's obviously the biggest transfer of the summer oh, so yeah. far. I, yeah. I, I don't think it was a surprise to anybody. Oh, I no, no, no. I don't no. even think sort of Lampard's that Lampard coming in would have would have sort of changed his mind. No. Really. Uh, uh, so that was always going to happen. So mm-hmm. that's a big one. I think the other the other big the big news for me. Uh, and I know we've touched on this briefly outside of the pod as well, was Benitez leaving Newcastle. Mm-hmm. We, I think we saw it coming, but still, maybe Such we didn't. I, 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 don't, I don't blame him at all. No, no. From, from how he's been treated, like he is one of the top, top managers that Newcastle are going to... They're, they're not going to be able to replace him, I don't think, with someone more experienced. I just it just baffles me like the whole situation at the club with the takeover is is it happening is it not happening they they should have done everything possible to keep him there and if it was down to I don't think it was even down to money it was probably more to do with the transfers and stuff like he he needed that money because they are a good Newcastle or a good side like second half of last season you know 
their performances that I think they have like one of the top five points from in the second half of the season or something. So you look at that, you know, if he was to bring in a couple of players, you know, not well, I'm not saying world class players, but players that he wants, he could really do something with that team. And I just I just feel it's gonna be a huge, huge loss. And you know, they've let Paris go as well, which is Yeah, well, I mean that but, was going to be, I mean uh, they they've the, the the rumors are that they've been trying to well, get hold of Steven Gerrard to come in. I I, I, I not, well, but by all accounts he's refused it, and I I, I could I don't blame it. You, no, I don't at all, and I no. think that was always going to be the case. Um, yeah, Perez leaving is is a strange one for me. The the only thing that may be behind that is that they're trying to raise funds to to sort of bring some players in. Um, but I'm, I, I think he he was always going to go because I think the mm-hmm. whole the whole takeover thing. Who knows what goes in my head? And yeah, he's he's so successful as a businessman that you kind of he's going to do what he wants and what he probably feels is right. Um, whether he's got the 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 interests of his sort of bank balance or the club at, at, as a priority. If you it, heard it is up for debate. Managers linked to the club though. Are they. Uh, I don't think I've literally been on Newcastle, other than Gerard. But no, the only one is the only one that that I've heard of is is Gerard. I mean, I don't know who else w- would go. I mean, I don't I don't know any sort of big, well known names that that no. are sort of enticed to go to go there. To be honest, I'm not not from a perspective where the, the club isn't appealing. I think it's because the setup of the club maybe is not Situation, appealing. Yeah, the yeah. thing is, like, if you're a new, if if he brings you in and they then sort the takeover out, uh, you know, is your job at risk with new owners? You know, you just don't. You know, so whether they're just waiting for it all to be finalised, but um, this has been going on far too long now. You know, it must yeah. be so frustrating as a Newcastle fan to. You know, wit, you know, listen to all this over the summer, and I think for some of them, I think Perez going is probably the icing on the cake. To be honest with you, like, well, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say he was one of um, sort of better players last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've, I've just had a look. So Newcastle uh, next manager, so Steve Bruce, his favourite, and no disrespect <laughs> to Steve Bruce, but. He's just gone to Sheffield Wednesday, and he's sort of the middle yeah, of last he, season. He's he, not on the same level as Benitez. So you've got Steve Bruce, uh, Mikhail Arteta, Chris Wilder, then Mourinho. They're both at ten to one. Van Bronckhorst, I didn't even know he was managing. Uh, Martinez. Uh, then you're sort of going out to twenty to ones. You've got David Moyes is a good shout. Uh, Gary Monk, Sean Dyche, Kevin Nolan, maybe, but. Gary, Monk. I mean, God, he, yeah, he's been yeah. He's, he's been everywhere. <laughs> just, just to just to finish up on this topic, what, what do you think about where Benitez has gone? He's gone to like a mid-table didn't, Chinese club. He didn't. He didn't leave it very long, did he? He's got yeah, no, he's got great no. And I, I almost think is is that sort of like a short payday for like a season and a bit, and then he's going to come back. I mean, most probably. It's, Dalian Yingfang. I don't know if I pronounced that properly. Probably not. But no, there we haven't um... got any fans of that club because <laughs> we haven't any more. Well, oh yeah, no more. <laughs> We've lost um, them. He, I mean, 
three one. They got a three one win in his first game, but I won't even pronounce the team they played. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't seem right to me. But anyway, a, a loss to the Premier League, in my opinion, and certainly a loss to Newcastle. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, women's World Cup, Rich. Yes. What's um. Your so we'll. So we'll we'll talk on the Women's World Cup a bit, and then we'll just go through some some transfers that sort of are on the cards. Um, I'd, I'd like to talk about Spurs' two new signings at some point. That's that's uh, someone, right? Yeah, two <laughs> players. Yeah, lots to talk about. Yeah. Women's World Cup. So, yeah. uh, personally, and I don't want to, um, I don't want it to sound like I'm degrading the oh, the women's no, game at no. all because I wasn't, Here we go. and I'm not. But I didn't watch an awful lot of the group stages. No, I kind of got, I kind of got interested in it uh, when it got to the knockouts. I, I did see a bit of the England Japan game, but USA v England, what a game that was! Oh yeah. I think for any football fan, regardless of what gender you are, or whether you follow women's football or anything like that, just what. A spectacle as, as football games go, and all three goals were so good. Headers as well, weren't they? They were such good goals, and England was so unlucky yeah, the with the penalty, VAR, yeah. the VAR decision. Well, yeah. the penalty. I mean, that was a bit of a farce. I think, but I mean, it was the right decision. Yeah. Uh, the offside goal. I mean. Oh, I don't know. In my Get view, used it, to it. it was too. It was yeah. Well, Get used to it, mate. It, it was too close to call. And then Steph Horton missing the penalty. I felt so sorry for her. Yeah, because she played so well in the game. I thought, she, I thought yeah, I thought she was probably their best player. I think in the tournament, I think she had she, a really, really she good. Was so good, but they can absolutely hold their heads high. Oh yeah, the, definitely. The third place. I mean. No one's interested in a third place. So I think the. Did fact you even England... did Did you even watch England Belgium at the World Cup, the third place? No, game? not really. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't go out of my way to watch it, no. and I don't think that. I mean, it's interesting how it's worked that uh, England ladies have now qualified for the Olympics. Being, I think it's from from being one of the top four teams, European teams in the World Cup. So obviously, as soon as they got to the semi-finals, because the United States were one of the teams that they got this qualification to the Olympics, which I think is a really good thing. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, it, I think they, I personally think they deserve to beat America, but an America are the all-conquering team when it comes to women's football. Uh, and third or fourth, win, win, lose or draw that game in the third or fourth playoff, I think they can hold their heads high and. The fact that they ended up finishing fourth, I don't think is here or there really, because it's a bit of a dead rubber. Yeah. No one's overly interested in it's it, good. I don't think. Um, so. It's good to see the viewing figures um, that the BBC released. You know, I think ev- every game they got further on in the competition, there was more and more people watching it. I think um, it was the most watched, most watched TV yeah. show of the year so far. So, and I think I think this season as well, their WSL season, um, they're going to be showing more live games as well. And I think 
I know Chelsea's first women's game is actually at Stamford Bridge, and it's free to go as well. So, yeah, but they're doing that's... double headers, aren't they? Yeah, so they're doing so... double headers. Before, I think it's either before or after the men's game. Yeah, a, really, a lot, that's... a lot of teams are doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, a great spectacle. The, the whole sort of gender pay issue sort of come up again, um, which. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about the sort of the women's game to sort of comment on it, really. Yeah. But I mean, I think I think there's probably definitely an argument to be had. Um, especially, I, I think there's a stat that says the American, the, the female American team, actually bring in more money than the males, and obviously the the, the men's US team didn't even qualify for the World Cup and the women are winning it uh, consistently. So, I mean, yeah. I think there's, there's definitely an argument, but maybe not something I'd get involved in. But overall, a, a, a great a great spectacle. And it's certainly something that, like, when the... Well, I'm assuming they have a European Championships or the next World Cup comes I guess so, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I will... Uh, I'll, make, I'll certainly make more of an effort to make sure... Certainly certainly fills a void while the season's over. And, and especially because it's on a non... So obviously England men's team aren't playing in the World Cup or in the Euros. So um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I, yeah. I, I was all, I was going to say it was almost been a summer free football so far, but but not with that, not with that tournament. You can't you can't sort of ignore it. Okay, right. So a few of the other transfers. I um I will let you talk about Tottenham in a second. Um, I've just got to say one thing about Aston Villa. Um. Are you going to so, talk about Tyro Mings? Uh, I'm going to, well, just in general, the players that they've brought in, okay? So, you look at Fulham, um, obviously last season, brought in all these players, you know, then they, they end up having a bit of a shambles of a season, even though they brought in all these players. We buy. But Villa have um, obviously just signed Tyro Mings, they've signed El Ghazi, and they've signed Courtney House as well. And those those three players were on loan with them last season, um, so I was just going to say, do you think that that teams have looked at how Fulham managed themselves and and Villa have gone well? You know, if we stick with fairly the same sort of team, you know, we might give ourselves a good chance. And by signing those three players, um, I actually think that's quite. I think that's quite good what they've done there. And they, I know they've signed another guy called Wesley, a striker as well. Um, but yeah, I th- I just thought that in comparison uh, to Fulham, you know, I I think I think it, it I think there's a different angle to it to be honest. So my comment about Tyro Mings was that I I think the price the the price that I've read of sort of twenty six twenty seven million seems very high for him. Um, Almost to the sort of I was, I was having a chat with a, a, a guy I work with who's a Villa fan, and basically said it's almost the pitfall of getting promoted. If 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 Villa hadn't got promoted, you could probably sort of take ten million off that that transfer fee. It it, it seems yeah, a lot. it might be high, but I was it was the it, point it, I was trying to make was that they're like they've kind of yeah, they're but, trying to stick with the same team, and I was yes, just thought maybe part, it was part because. Two, Part two of my 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 theory would be that they're working to completely different budgets. I'd imagine mm. Fulham's Fulham's owner is he's he's got an awful lot of money, and it's almost like 
he was throwing money at it by getting a little bit carried away by getting promoted to the Premier League. I don't think Villa have got that sort of finance or that sort of backing behind them where they could go out and do the same thing. But absolutely, I, I agree with what you're saying there. There is, there is going to be that feeling that we can't do what Fulham did because it clearly doesn't work. No. Or oh, it didn't work for them, therefore we don't think it will work for us. Um, but I think as a promoted team, I don't think there'll be a team for a while that's promoted that has that sort of backing that Fulham had no. to, to go out and do what they did. So I'll let you talk about Tottenham now, Rich, because it's probably a very, very long time since you actually spoke about them signing someone. It was, so. it was Lucas Moura, yeah. So, and, yeah, and I mean... Dombele. Yeah, Dombele. So... I, I, 65 million I mean it's, it's it's a lot of money it's it's a lot of money for Spurs proven by the fact that it sort of smashed their transfer record um, but the more I look at this guy the more I like him uh, so he's been labelled as the new Michael Essien which, which isn't a bad, poor, bad poor tag man's really. candy, I have well, he's also come out and said he's his own player because a lot of people are referring to him as being the next Pogba but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, the, the, one of the reasons I like him, uh, I think he's going to sit in well with Sissoko in the middle of the Spurs midfield. Um, I'm not, I, I think it pretty much spells the end for Wanyama. Um, I'm surprised he hasn't gone yet, but he's, yeah, is he away well, with, is he been away in the, well, I think, he, yeah, he has been at the African yeah. Cup of Nations. Um, obviously, kind of steps on Eric Dyer's toes a little bit. I hope he doesn't go. I mean, there's rumours about him going to United and and other clubs being in for him. But I think he's he's versatile and he's um, he's a he's a quality player. So I hope Spurs don't sell him. Um but the trouble is if you go out and spend sixty five million on someone, they're gonna play. Definitely gonna um, play. <laughs> so there's not a lot you can do about that. But I mean he he's he he looks a decent player. I mean he's not He's not necessarily a goal scorer. Um, I don't think he got any goals last year, but he did. He did get a few assists. He's very much a box-to-box midfielder, and I do player. think he gives. Well, well, yeah, I mean he's a French you know, international. You know, I mean he's, he's only got he's only got six caps, but that that's not necessarily a bad thing. And interesting thing about him, maybe there is a sort of comparison to Conte, but five years ago, I think he, I think it was he was in the fifth tier of French football. And then sort of he's obviously gone up to the yes, to the top can. division, and now I've he's seen a, him. I've seen him play against PSG last season on the BT, and he um, yeah, a good game actually. It, he, he, the more I see of him, the more he, he does yeah. look good, and I'll be interested to see how he how he fits in. Um, so a good a good signing for Spurs. Obviously, the other one, Jack Clark. He's gone back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming it was part of the deal. Not you can have him, but yeah. we'll have him back for a year. I'm I'm surprised at that, really, because it it it's it just seems similar to Deli Alley when we signed him from MK Dons, and no one really expected him to do anything. But 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 Jack Clark looks a really good player. I mean, he played 24 games for Leeds last year in what is probably one of the toughest divisions in European football, couple of goals, couple of assists. And I think that obviously with Spurs being back in the Champions League next year, I think he would 
he would get game time um, off the bench. He would Some get way, game time yeah. in cup competition. Yeah. So I'm surprised. And eight, I mean, 18 isn't young, really, in football. Not, not necessarily not being anymore. that young. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it was a, a deal breaker as to say, well, We'll only let him go if you loan him back. I don't know, but I was a little bit surprised that that we ended up sending him back. But a really good sign, two really good signings for Spurs. Speaking of good signings, there was one that's gone through in the last couple of days. Um, Leicester City um, signing uh, Telemans. Yeah, that's a good to get get him permanent. He was he was he was good for them last year. They they will they will make money on him as well because he is very very he's a good good player and I think if he stays at Leicester for a couple of seasons I think a lot of other clubs will be interested in him from what I saw last season anyway, I thought he was he was really good and obviously they've signed Perez as well so they've definitely I would say strengthened obviously Tillemans was there anyway but It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I've I've got a list here, Chris. I'm just I'll, I'll just run through them just to get your thoughts on them, uh, just quickly. So Pogba, Pogba to Madrid, yes or yes, yes or no? Will it uh, happen? No. You think he'll stay at United? I think, I think they'll end up staying. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's he's after more money. I just think that's all it is. He's after How much more money do you need? Oh, exactly. He from he's in a the thing with Pogba now is he's in a good place because he's got two years left on his contract so he knows if they want big if they want to get big big money for him back they're gonna have to sell him either this window or in january because come next summer he'll only have a year left on that contract and teams like real madrid won't pay anywhere near what they were going to pay this season for him so they have to really start weighing up the options because this isn't, you know, I don't, you know, I'm saying this, but you, I don't do know you, Pogba, but he, for me, he looks like the type that would very easily just run his contract down and just go for free. Do you not think from a player power perspective that he's going to go? I said, the, I, I said earlier that he holds, he's holding a lot of cards, but I think this is going to be down to Man United and how much they want. How much do you think they could get for him now? I mean, I, I think he's. I think he would go for more than what they paid for him. Yeah, I think this. I think if they sold him now, or in January, they will. They will probably make twenty, thirty million on him. I, I, no, I not would... in January. I, I don't <laughs> think in January. I think if if he doesn't go in the summer, I don't think he goes. I'd say about one hundred twenty million at the moment is probably a fair price for him. Yeah, I mean he's mid twenties. he's not. He? He's not. He's not lit up the Premier League that much. But I think in the right team, he probably he would be the world class player that May United want him yeah. to be. No, but I, like you I said, in January they... it's going to go down a bit more. But then come next summer, they will they will be pushing their luck to to make money and even break even on on him. I, 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 I personally, I think he, I think he goes. Sell him, but it's whether you know he's got one. He's probably got one of the best agents you can have in football in regards to getting a transfer away from the club, but. Again, you know, players hold too many cards in in this day and age, don't they? You know, it's all about player power. So, 
but it's I, whether Real Madrid can, can Real Madrid aff- I know I know they can afford him, but with fair play regulations, they've already spent in excess of probably three hundred million on players. Can they afford another hundred and twenty odd million? Or well, do you I think mean, do they the, sweeten the, the deal with like a with say like is forty million in Gareth Bale, but would Man United take that? I, I, you know, it's hard. Well, to no, say. I mean, I, I, I read today that the the, the offer, if, if they were going to throw Bale in, would be about seventy, about seventy million and Bale. But Rod, Rodriguez is on the verge of signing for Napoli. Um, I mean, Spurs are being linked with Asensio and Danny Carbajal and people like that. So I think there's there's a bit of a if you want players at Madrid, I think you can go and get them. Personally, I think Solskjaer wants to keep Pogba. But I think if you look at it from the overall perspective of the club and the team, I think he will go. And I think that's probably the right decision. I mean, I know it's only reports and... in the press, but there's there's reports of like friction with other players. And I mean, he, he's made no secret that he wants to go. I think he will go, personally. Um, and do you think they'll be able to replace him with a world-class midfielder, or do you think they will struggle to find anyone? No, I think I, th- I think they can replace him. I mean, I know like Herrera's gone as well, isn't he? At United, he's gone to PSG. But I mean, there's players out there. I mean, if I was United, that and knowing that, well, I'm assuming that they know that Madrid want Pogba. I would, I would be trying to get someone from from their side. I mean, Asensio is a good player. I mean, but th- there isn't really another Pogba. But I mean, my, my next transfer was going to be Ericsson. so he sort of put his cards on the table with Spurs and said that he wants to leave. Now, the the Pogba deal seems to be a bit of a sort of almost a pivot for this for, for the Ericsson deal. So. Mm. If you're Madrid, you're getting one or the other. I think Pogba's first choice, Ericsson is second. But if 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 Pogba was to go, and I would, if Ericsson's going to go, I'd rather see him go abroad. I wouldn't. I'd, I'd just, I think that's the way you feel about your players, isn't it? Yeah, You'd yeah, rather yeah, they yeah. go abroad. Yeah. I I could I could see United going for Ericsson if they lost oh, Pogba. Yeah. So yeah. I think one may sit into the other. Obviously, one deal that's already been done is one Basaka to United. Good signing, but I again, I think they've overpaid slightly, I'd say. But yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. It's, a, it's an awful lot of money for him, considering he's had sort of like one, well, one good season. He's had a poor year, under twenty-one Euros for England. So um, next, so I, I'm I'm going to say Pogba's going to go to Madrid, and Ericsson will leave Spurs. But I don't know where Ericsson will go. Uh, Harry Maguire to either City or United. It looks like United are the favourites now, but 90 million. No, no. <laughs> Just no. What, you don't think he'll go or he's not worth no, 90? No, he'll go, but he ain't worth no end than 90 million, mate. I'm telling you that now. No. What if Van Dyke, Van Dyke went for 70-odd? So it would, it, would they... make, it would make him the most expensive defender in history. That's 50 million tops for Maguire, and that is pushing it at that. I don't, he's not that great. He, he You know... But if, they if, if, I'm, if I'm United and I can get Maguire and Alderweireld for 75, 80 million, I'd be doing it. Oh, yeah. I think I think that'd be a decent centre centre back pairing. Uh, a bit from left field, uh, Trippier to Juventus. 
It seems on the cards. It's, it, yeah. it, seems like, it seems like it's going to happen. I mean, he, he was one of the players you said you didn't mind. Was it, was it him? Or Yeah, it was. Trippier was one of the ones that I said I wouldn't mind. I mean, obviously we got Serge Aurier right back um, as well, and Walker Peters. I I think Trippier is better than them both. If he goes, we've got to get, we've got to replace him. But I I like him. He he hasn't lived up to expectations since the World Cup. Juventus is a strange destination for him, I think. But Sarri's obviously seen something in him. Um, one that I think will probably have, I don't know what you think, Lukaku to Inter? I think he'll go. They're, they're just trying to recoup as much as, as mm, much as they can. Such think, a show. He, he promised so much. Yeah. But it just hasn't, hasn't delivered. Shame, really, because I'd still take him at Chelsea. I, I think he's, I think he fits. He'd fit in at Chelsea a lot better than what he has done at Man United. I just think his, he's. We need someone strong up front, and I just think he. You just been, you yeah. can't. You've got to transfer, got, Brian, Chris. Don't yeah. don't don't torture yourself about buying <laughs> players because it ain't going to happen. I haven't. I haven't watched Sky Sports News in about five days. Um, Maybe I've that's got, why Lampard's gone back because he could. I guess he could still play. Yeah, maybe yeah, something yeah, to think yeah, about. Maybe. What about Costa to Everton? Ooh, that's a statement signing, but I, I, on that, so no, no on that. But the other one that I've seen linked to Everton is uh, Ken at Juventus, the Italian striker, the young Italian striker. Oh, who, yeah, I've seen him. He, I think he's the guy who's he's scored in like X amount of consecutive games for Italy since making his debut. But the the price I saw was 30 million, which I just find crazy from, from what I've seen of him, he is worth a lot more than that. If Tyro Mings is worth 26, this guy's worth 50, 60 at least. Um, no, I, I don't see that happening personally. I, I don't, I don't know why he would. He's, he's at Atletico Madrid. I mean, Griezmann's going. He's going to be like the number one guy. Torres has gone. I, I don't know why he would. Um, I don't know. Just quickly, um, the two guys at City have signed Angelino and Rodri. Um, two very good young players that they've signed. Angelino is probably one of their most exciting left backs I think there is in the world at the moment. Um, they don't need any more good players. Uh, they're just stacking it's, it's them, on top. them. Yeah, it's weird one... though because he's obviously left back, and they've obviously got Mendy already. And I know he's been out injured a lot, so whether that spells the end for him, I don't. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not but sure. I mean, they 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 they're they're for the future. I think maybe that their age and stuff. I mean, they'll they'll get game time, but they're they're maybe not for straight away. I don't know. We'll see. They both look good players though. Uh, Zaha to Arsenal. Not if they don't pay the, the money that the Palace. Well, have. they're sort of. Fancy going Arsenal, in for half Arsenal, the money. Well, Arsenal apparently on a forty million pound budget, and Palace want eighty. I know we we did say in one of the podcasts towards the end of last season that Palace had come out and said they didn't want to sell both of them, but obviously one bissaka has gone, so. If they're if they're going to stick by that, Zaha's going nowhere. But I I can see him going. I'd be gutted if he went to Arsenal. To be honest, 
that's probably the one team I wouldn't want him to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I think he's that good that he could he could make a real difference. Are going to let him go for forty million anyway? So. No, I don't think they will. Uh, one that one that sort of cropped, but it's been there even sort of last summer, but it's come back up again. Is Sessignon to Spurs? For me, that would be a good signing. Uh, they're talking about twenty to twenty-five million. I think he would. He's another player that can sort of play in a variety of positions. Maybe if Trippier was to go, I know he's sort of. Well, I think he's more of a left-sided player, but yeah. if he could adapt to the right, I mean, I, I, I've been pretty consistent in saying that I, I like Danny Rose and I'd, I'd like him to stay at Spurs. But if he if he was to go, then I think Sessignon's a good replacement. He's had that season in the Premier League. Um, which I think would be a good thing. So I think that would be a good signing for Spurs. Yeah. I mean, there's there's loads of other transfers out there, isn't there, really? But, I mean, there's oh, yeah. well, the different main. players linked mm. to different clubs. Maybe. Obviously, you've got Griezmann to Barcelona looks pretty much a done deal in the next week or so. And Some, obviously something the, dodgy we're, about that one. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it does look that way. Well, the, we're, we're, coming in, we're coming into the sort of time where pre-season friendlies are sort of well, coming yeah, thick and fast. Chelsea so. start tomorrow, so away to yeah, Bohemians. But, uh, I think it that's kind of maybe when managers see what they've got in a bit more detail and maybe if there's anything they want to push through. Uh, Chelsea, so, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Um, that's a bit awkward. Do you, want, I should, I should... do you want a little bit of a Yeovil update? I have news. Why not? Why not? Have, have we got the we've got the date for our Eastley trip? Yeah, I haven't got it on me because it's like literally like about six games from the end of the season. Oh, um, okay. That's like something to look forward to. Oh yeah, long something time. To look forward to. Um, okay, yeah. So this will be part of our non-league update for next new, season. Brand new feature. New national league team, Yeovil, not played in that league for about sixteen years. So. Exciting. We go. We're, 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 we're keeping grassroots so, alive. Yeah, you know, they. The, I'm not. I can't even remember if. No, they wouldn't have. Last podcast, they wouldn't have had a manager, would they? So, the takeover is pretty much done. Um, not the American billionaire that everyone was uh, hoping for, but you know, can can't win them all. Beggars can't be choosers, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. So they bought in um, as manager Darren Saul. Um, not huge history in management. Last probably big team that you've heard of, you managed was Stevenage um, a couple of seasons ago. That's, um, that, that, there's something I never thought I would hear: big team and Stevenage in the same yeah. sentence. <laughs> they um, so yeah. Again, this is all. This is going to be a learning experience for everyone at the club. You know, going moving further down the league. Um, but um, people they've brought in, um, Lee Collins, a centre-back from Forest Green. Uh, Reese Murphy, who is a striker, who was at, who was at Chelmsford last season, scored 30-odd goals for them. Uh, Ex-Arsenal player as well. Um, Luke Wilkinson, who is a centre-back, um, who played under Saul at Stevenage. He's come in. And Andrew Crofts, who is an experienced Welsh centre midfielder who's designed from Newport. Uh, or that there is probably more 
people to come in because they had a friendly on Saturday. Are these on have... loan, Chris? No, these are. Spoke... These are permanent these are deals. They're all free. Um, and there were quite a few trialists on, like a trialist on the team sheet on Saturday. So that I think they have signed another one from Stratford. Um, who they played in a friendly on Saturday. So I think they've signed one of their players as well. Um, so, yeah, um, fixture-wise for them, um, opening game of the season is away to Barnet. Uh, first home game is a midweek game against Eastleigh. So they actually play Eastleigh's second game of the season. And then the game after that against Barrow is live on BT Sport. So there you go. Mixing with the big boys. But, even, even though they've been relegated, I'm probably going to get to see them on TV more. Than <laughs> this, so, which is which is crazy when you think about it. Like, but well, so but yeah, it's, well, good update, Chris. And I think it, it's worth pointing out that we are gonna we are gonna keep our um, association with Yeovil going next year. So, yeah. as part of the uh, sort of EFL review, we will. Uh, Chris is going to be our roving reporter, aren't you, Chris, for the uh, for the National League? I'm going to try. You're going to give us <laughs> you're going to give us all the comings and goings in that yeah. league. But uh, yeah, so Chris and I are planning to go to the Eastleigh, because we're in Southampton. Eastleigh's the local team for us uh, when it comes to that division. So, as Chris said, it's it is towards the end of the season, but it is something we're going to. Um, we're going to go to. Hopefully, it will be a sort of a playoff battle or a promotion a promotion six pointer. <laughs> yeah, if it's a relegation six pointer, then then we're in trouble. Maybe we won't go. Um, anyway, so anything else on transfers and that, Chris, or should we, no. should we just talk about what what's coming up next year yeah. or next season, not next year? Um, so yeah, so we've just obviously said about the National League, so we're going to keep an eye on Yeovil. Uh, we've got uh, Pete's teaser is going to remain with us, so we'll be carrying that on to, into next season. Rich has signed him on on a, on a on a year deal for an undisclosed fee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got the predictions challenge is back, but there's a few few changes to it. So there's uh, a new golden goal. Uh, rule coming in. Uh, the points which are will... going to be a bit different as well, aren't they? To try and yes, to try and even it out a bit. So, out a bit. so before we had five points for a correct outcome, ten points for a correct score. So we're going uh, three points for a correct outcome, five points for the golden goal, and then ten points for a correct score. So uh, it will be slightly different, but the format will be the same. So there'll be six games. Um, we have already got our. Six games for the first round. Uh, we just haven't got a guest yet. Um, I don't believe, but um, same as last yeah, year. Gonna, anyway, um, Jamie, isn't it? Yeah, so Jamie won it last year, so we were going to ask him to um, to go first, but that would be awful, wouldn't it, if he got the highest score of game for the whole season? Um, so yeah, so that will be back. Um, and then we've got a few other features that that we're working on that hopefully will come come into the podcast next season when we come back in August. What's the date in August? It's like the thirteenth, isn't it? Let me have a look. Yeah, so the first the first round of fix the first round of fixtures are on tenth the tenth. 
Yeah, so it's the Tuesday after. So, yeah, that's sort of the, the week commencing the 11th or 12th. We'll be back. Um, so, teaser answer, Chris. Do you want to finish? We better finish with that. Oh, yeah, but I, I can't. I can't think of. Right. Well, I'm going to go Sheffield. Sheffield United. I'm going Warnock. Because mm. I, because I, I think was that not when they had the whole Tevez at West Ham thing. That sent them down. Oh, that yeah. that, that yeah, seems no, to be familiar. Was, uh, so, yeah. so I'm going to go Tevez for Sheffield United. Tevez or Warnock? Oh no, Warnock. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm going. I'm going Warnock at Sheffield United. Have you got the uh, unnamed search engine ready? Uh, Let me do is it. Is it the one right, that I'm on it? Google, yeah. So I'm going Warnock for Sheffield United. What you what are you doing for Villa, Chris? There's four. There's four apparently. Four. Yes, yeah, so we've got to get one of them. We've got to get one of them. Um... Think think caretakers. That there must have been a, at least one caretaker manager in there. <laughs> Hold on. Have you thought of something? I think I thought of something. Who went in there at the end? Did, now, did he go to Villa from Spurs or S- Villa to Spurs? Tim Sherwood, I'm thinking. Now, did he... Because he was caretaker at Spurs and then he went when Poch came in. Maybe. Did he go to well, Villa? It would, make, it would make sense. Did he go to Villa or did he go to Blackburn? Or did he he played for Blackburn, didn't he? Uh, he went to We've got nothing else. We'll go Tim Sherwood. Norwich, I'm not sure on. You're going to have to... Norwich, I think... Well, it's relatively recent, wasn't uh, it? So who, who was manager before before who they've got now? Um, I can't even remember their manager now. It was the, the bowl... Um, oh, what's his name? He didn't have a lot of hair. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boldy? Boldy. It's not Boldy, is <laughs> it? Um, his name? I'm out. I'm you, out on Norwich. I'm out on team. Norwich. <sighs> I'm, I'm out on Norwich. I'm going to have to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Warnock and Sherwood for the other two. He didn't have a lot of hair. Uh, and he went on a management of side after. So I think he got sacked pretty much when they got on it. I can't think of his name. Okay, we'll, we'll... Alan. No. Alan. No. Alan. Let's. We'll have to admit defeat on that one. Let's let's check the other two. Right, Tim Sherwood was there. Yeah, Tim Sherwood was right. It was always. Uh, Remy, Remy Guard. Remy Guard. No, I never, never would have got him. Eric Black. Nope. And Kevin McDonald. Nah, I wouldn't have got any of them. Uh, Warnock was correct as well. Yeah. And the Norwich City. Oh, it's Alex Neil. Oh, <laughs> well, you were nearly I, right with Alan. I said Alan. No, I couldn't. I couldn't think of his name. Alex he, Neil. He'll be forever known as Boldy. On, on this podcast. 
board. I said he didn't have a lot of hair. You took the mitt, not mm, me. No. I'll add him to the list of with the Everton fans who are who are paying for my blood. Okay, uh, so I think that's about it, Chris, for the summer special. If, unless you've got yeah. anything else, no, do you want to no. you want to add? I don't. Um, I don't have because Chelsea can't buy anyone. So. No. Yeah, the transfer, the the transfer. That's why I try to involve you in the transfer section because I know that you haven't really got an awful lot to talk about. Such an addict. Kill me. <laughs> I think it's probably worth just saying, obviously, that uh, the podcast we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. Uh, we've obviously got the website. We're on YouTube. Um, it we really appreciate anyone who who hits subscribe for us. We're really trying to. Uh, to build our our subscribing numbers uh, in the coming season and, and build on sort of what we did last year, but we'll be as active as we can on social media, um, which we try to do during the, the the sort of summer break when when we haven't been recording. Um, just Rich, to sort Rich of has learnt how to use Instagram. Try and keep relevant. I love Instagram. <laughs> I love it. Just just trying to build the followers around. Um, so, if, I mean, anyone who, who who listens, thanks for for following us uh, on any of our platforms. Again, however you listen to the podcast, uh, it's appreciated. If you do listen through YouTube, uh, please subscribe. That that would also be very much appreciated. Um, and we will speak to you again in August when we would have had the first round of yeah. Premier League games and we'll be a couple of games into the championship season. So looking forward to it. Yeah. So see you in August. Bye-bye.